This is Tekken Lore-Fi. The Tekken lore and lo-fi mashup you never knew you needed. And this is episode 3 of a four-part series on Heihachi. Heihachi's moveset. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about Heihachi? That is, assuming you do think about Heihachi. For me, it's probably the hair. But after that, it has to be his set of throws, electrics, and split kicks. When it comes to a character who has been in every single Tekken game, spin-off, and even found his way into cross-collabs, it's so difficult to narrow down one iconic move. But that's exactly what we're going to do on this podcast. So strap in, and let's explore the moveset of Heihachi Mishima. Part 1. Fighting Style As the name suggests, Heihachi practices Mishima-style karate. This isn't your average karate. His father, Jinpachi, scaled back the operations of the Mishima Zaibatsu in order to focus more attention on refining this fighting style. But it is obvious that despite branching off from the foundational moves, Heihachi took it in his own direction. If there was one word to describe Heihachi's fighting style, it's aggressive. He doesn't mess around and wait for his chances. He creates them. His moves lend themselves to being in your face, minimizing the space between him and his opponent. He can do this because he has high damage potential and is not as easy to punish as other characters. Wall carry is the name of the game with Heihachi. If you want to maximize the potential you have to win with Heihachi, backing your opponent into a corner is essential because Heihachi can unleash an arsenal of devastating attacks. Where Heihachi really struggles is in his lows. He doesn't have a lot of safe options on his low game and leaves himself open to counters if he doesn't connect. As a result, most opponents expect Heihachi to come at them relentlessly with a mix of mids and highs trying to back them towards a wall. So it's a little bit easy for them to prepare for this, but they still need to respect the power that Heihachi's attacks have. Part 2. Fighting Philosophy When you think about Heihachi as the villain who killed his wife, killed his father, tried to kill his son multiple times, and basically did whatever he wanted, you can see why his fighting style is the way that it is. It is aggressive. It has the potential to inflict damage on his opponent and thrives by backing others into a corner. If you just took that statement out of the fighting context, it could also easily apply to his management style of the Mishima Zaibatsu. He didn't wait for Jinpachi to pass the reins over to him. He went and took it. He not only brought weapons back to the company, he leveled up on the types of weapons he developed. In the same way, he took the existing structure of Mishima-style karate and made it his own. But for as strong and aggressive as Heihachi is, he is not without his weaknesses. It is not in his best interest to be out in the open where lows are a bit more important. But Heihachi knows this, and he tries to turn the fight into an area where he can control the outcome. Having said all that, his fighting style lacks creativity, which can also be said of his philosophy. He is predictable. 
you basically know what you're going to get with Heihachi. And except for the few times that Tekken tried to make Heihachi a sympathetic character, and maybe I also did in his story, you know the type of villain he is. Part 3. Iconic Move How can you pick a single move to define Heihachi? This is my dilemma, and I'll try to share my criteria for picking. I tried to veer away from a move that all Mishimas use, so I didn't pick a god fist or dragon uppercut. I also tried to take into consideration moves that have withstood the test of time. Is this a new move that was added in a later Tekken game, or have we seen this all the way from the first Tekken? Another aspect was usability. Is this a valuable move for people to know and implement in a game setting? Or is it too gimmicky and dangerous to be used by serious players? Finally, does it have that X factor where you look at it and just say, that's Heiachi? Now, there's no science to my decision making and I didn't add weights to a scoring index. But when I went through all these things, the move I came away with was the forward forward plus two the Demon Uppercut. The Demon Uppercut made its first appearance all the way back in Tekken 1. It has been a staple move for Heihachi, so it checks off the test of time criteria. It's not something all Mishimas have, so it has a bit of a unique quality to it. It's also usable. It is a launcher that can set off a stable combo for Heihachi, the Demon Uppercut into his Electric Wind God Fist. And finally, it does have that X factor. Despite lacking the devil gene, Heihachi has all sorts of demon moves. And I think that the demon uppercut is the most iconic of all of them. I'd love to see your feedback. If you're listening on Spotify, you have the option to send comments, so let me know what you think. But for me, the demon uppercut is the most iconic of Heihachi's moves. Part 4. Real Life Scenarios Here's where our podcast takes a little turn towards negative town. Heihachi's usage and tournament statistics are on a bit of a downward trajectory. Maybe Tekken 8 turns it around, but for now things look a little grim. Let's start with tournament play. For the year 2023, the best finish Heihachi has had is 9th place in a 16-person tournament. That award goes to Ren Ferros in DreamHack San Diego. And things get worse when you look at the 2022 World Tour. Only one fighter, Joka from the UK, chose Heihachi, but quickly discarded him for Fang after losing the first match. In fact, when you look at tournament player pools, very few people would pick Heihachi outright. It is generally agreed upon that if you could execute the Mishima playstyle, Heihachi is not as strong as Kazuya or Devil Jin, so to pick Heihachi is almost seen as a waste. But that's tournament play. How about online play among casuals? Here he fares slightly better. He was rated as the 11th most popular character, still unable to crack the top 10, but a much better showing than in tournaments. This may be due to the fact that he's still a bit more accessible than the other Mishimas, and players don't necessarily feel the low weaknesses as much as the highest level players do. Regardless, there's still tons of fun footage online of Heihachi, and I kind of consider him the OG of Tekken. 
there will always be room for Heihachi in the Tekken universe. That's it for our episode on the moveset of Heihachi. If you made it this far, thank you. It's an honor to have you as a listener. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to get updates on future episodes. And make sure to check out the rest of the Heihachi series. Stay tuned for more breakdowns of other Tekken characters. From the Lorefy League, get ready for the next battle.